I'm enjoying your company with a nice look at, look at this beautiful glass of black tea. <laughs> I was about to say you're in LA. It's a little early for the vino. Uh, no, no, it's some black tea. I don't like coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker. I like I like tea. Yeah, because tea just tastes like I... water. Coffee just tastes like coffee tastes like dirty water. It does, but caffeine is a drug and sure does help you poop in the morning. <laughs> I, everyone, oh my God, that, that is literally um, Naomi and Plastic, like a bunch of the girls on tour. Like when, we, when we'd be on, on the tour bus, whatever city we would get into at like nine o'clock in the morning, they'll find the nearest Starbucks, get a coffee so they can shit on time so they can start getting ready. Well, honey, on those tour buses that don't have toilets on there, like a certain promoter, it's like, girl, you should have seen them laugh at me because we would, we would, you know, you start pulling up to the venue or you start getting into the city, you turn off the, the highway mm-hmm. and you, you start going to the venue and you, um, you know, your, your bowels start moving because you, 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 you can tell from, from, you can tell. When the when you're not just shooting down the highway, when you start making lots of turns, you mean the you know the venues there <laughs> at nearby. But then you get into the city and there's lots of traffic and you've had a cup of coffee on the bus and it's like oh, da, da, da. and I'm not gonna verify this, but it was said that in St. Louis I was once seen uh, one morning at w- when we were arriving there <laughs> going uh-huh. off into a bush <laughs> to number two. <laughs> A bush? You shit in a bush? Well, you can't shit on the bus because it they don't. It's for pee only. And I'm like, honey, Bunny, I'm a Tennessee your hate wa- for Republicans has really now now you're shitting on bushes because you hate George Bush. This is crazy. <laughs> no, no. Well, I I I I could be convinced into shitting onto George W. Bush as many uh, Iraqis <laughs> and Afghanistan <laughs> people could. But you, I mean, it was either you can't shit on the bus. So, it, and I went out looking for a coffee shop, you know, and there were none. And so it was like, um, and oh, you know what I hate more than anything, coffee shops that have no bathroom. It's like you're a drug dealer. You know, you're serving food and coffee. They, they together, they make a doo doo. <laughs> but yes, I think the other girls really, really laughed at me that time, but not as much as they laughed um, in Europe when um, 
I think I was on some sleeping pill so I could get rid of the horrible Sharon Needles who had tried to <laughs> French kiss Molestia. me while bombed. Mm. Yeah, and so I just took a pill and like sat there and ate the snacks on the bus and probably just like rolled around, uh, you know, eating until I passed out, which happens at home too. Um, and... <laughs> So when they were checking the sheets, they said there's brown all over your sheets. Oh, they were like, yes. oh no. I, that but was it, the tour that I that was <laughs> that was Work the World Europe. Shangela, yes. you and Shangela were hosting. And then <laughs> I, yeah, I you, you both of y'all were gone. I had to sub for both of y'all for three days. And they were like, you can sleep in this bunk. And I was like, there's sh- there is shit all over. Like, I was like, there is brown. I'm not sleeping in that bunk. Oh my God. Full circle moment. Well. When they say that Lady Bunny is the shit, take their word for it. She is. She is. Uh, Did you take any edibles today, Bunny? No, I did not. I was recording all day because I'm doing shows all weekend for Easter uh, at the Lori Beachman Theater in New York. Um, So that opens on Thursday, and we might add some show because the sales are going well. Yeah, It's been Easter with Bun Bun. The pandemic made you- New Yorkers really delirious with their buying selling on your show. So. <laughs> um, are you going to pay reverence to the Lord Jesus Christ this, this uh, uh, um, what you call it, Easter season, Bunny? Or are you going to be a nasty bitch? Are you going to be nice to Jesus? F- oh, I'm going to be a filthy bitch and give it to everyone <laughs> from Will Smith to... <laughs> oh, God. To... to- uh, all of them, all of them. No, I have you, a lot well, of new you, material. Well, you better keep Jada's name out your fucking mouth, or else Will Smith will so- show up and slap the shit out of you. What if I like that? I know. Then they they ain't gonna take his dick and put it on your forehead. Then what? Uh, well, uh, well, then slap me with that, honey. <laughs> it might be too okay. heavy for you. That's, I that's, feel like Will Smith uh, just has too heavy, a. But, uh, I feel like too Will Smith heavy has for a me. <laughs> too heavy for me. <laughs> do you, do you think do you think Will Smith has a big dick? I think Will Smith has a big dick. I think it's a nice thick, nice in my mind. It's a nice seven and a half thick penis. Well, I mean, I w- he's tall, right? Mm-hmm. He's taller than Chris but Rock. Mean I have met tall ass dudes with, you know. Not big equipment, which is fine, but I don't okay, think. It's I don't, don't want to discuss Bob in the dressing room. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to discuss that, and I do not want to discuss RuPaul in the dressing room either. But, um, but no, I, I, I Will is definitely good looking. I mean, he was beyond good looking in his youth, and he still is. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think he can reach so your second I, hole? I think so. I'm not sure. I have one, but. <laughs> right? Okay, buddy, there's this myth. Everyone is talking about the second hole thing. The second hole, second hole, second hole. I'm like, I've never heard of the second hole, and I thought people were just conflating that with touching your prostate. But apparently, there is a second... After you get through the initial booty hole, there's a second thing, the second hole, that, that apparently people are... People just out here getting their second holes touched, and I don't think I ever have, and I'm jealous. Okay, well, so here is where we lose all our sponsors for being gross at the outset of, of the episode. So I was just informed by a trans friend that, okay, I don't even know if I can talk about this. Um, someone sent me a photo of someone who had 
had an operation that they were recovering from mm -hmm. where they didn't get a pussy and they left the dick, but they made the balls, which were removed, into labia. And I'm not quite sure that I understand that. So this, because I thought it was a picture of a, yeah, I, 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 I have, I mean, sometimes trans men's former clits can be very enlarged, like a smaller penis. Um, but this was like a penis with balls made into a pussy, but no hole. And I said, oh. well, why on earth would they want that? Uh, I mean, if they want it, that's their, that's their genitals. I have no problem with that. But um, it was explained to me, and the reason I brought that up is because my trans friends was saying, so when they, sometimes they make the sleeve of the vagina, usually they turn the penis inside out to make the hole for the vagina. Is everyone okay. out there jacking off? So when they, when they, they, they when, <laughs> When they do a traditional gender reassignment surgery, I mm -hmm. believe they turn the pussy inside out. But he, she was saying um, that they take the sleeve of the uh, intestines because there's two intestines, the large and the small intestines. And, you know, I had eaten edibles when she was talking about it because there's nothing like <laughs> intestines to make me hungry. But, um, the, the, yeah, maybe that's what, uh, the second hole is you're when you get past no. the first intestines no, no, no. into the second, the small, and you get past the, cause this oh, is, what, maybe could, because yeah. Cause that would, I, honey, I'm that rare bottom that only sucks cock, so uh, I'm I'm not even that knowledgeable about it. But I've seen, yeah, mm, I'm not gonna be able to tell you. <laughs> well, needless to say, um, you you guys, the internet once again has just uh, befuddled old Bun Bun and myself. And um, yeah, I mean, maybe, I guess maybe when they rip, maybe if they're fucking you real hard and they rip a new hole in you. Oh, I don't know. That doesn't sound too pleasurable to me. But bitch, who you think I'm fucking Hercules? Um, I would have guessed no one, but, um, <laughs> hey, I'll put it this way. Blood is a water-based lubricant. On that note, I think it's time <laughs> to get into the headlines. Let's do it. Headliners. Someone no one should be fucking is, the first person we're talking about is fucking Caitlyn Jenner. Jesus Christ. She literally is something that will not go away, and we will have to deal with her for the rest of humanity i feel like she's one of those people who will never die like she's gonna be like queen elizabeth it's just like 103 years old still walking around bench hunched over looking crazy and will never go away well i have no idea how long she'll live but i hope that she outlives you <laughs> <laughs> well, well she doesn't look yeah, she doesn't look crazy though i've got to say I, I saw her on, on 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 a Fox News. The bitch looks good. She does I mean, look she good for was, her age. She was a large, you know, athletic. I mean, she looks 
kind of, I mean, it's, it's shocking to me. I mean, every once in a while, you know, people, tabloids or whatever, will zoom into her foot when she's wearing a slingback shoe. But I can't and, and say that the foot is gnarly, but honey, Lady Bunyan doesn't really throw that stone because my feet are oof. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It is... Um... Uh, drag feet are a thing. Rich drag <laughs> mutilates your fucking body. All right. I mean, if y'all, if anyone listening to this is, if we, if they have any young kids listening to this, drag is choosing to do drag is choosing self mutilation, and you are slowly deteriorating and fucking up every part of your body: your feet, your hands, your hips, your toes. Your drag back, is your, your knees. back. Your bitch, your knee drag fucks you up. Okay. Kevin Aviance had. Kevin Aviance had both hips replaced, and and, yeah. and I think maybe knee, too. Um, yeah, it's wild. So, and he wore the highest heels and was out dancing, you know, carrying on till. Mm-hmm. You know, and 7 these girls I see who are like who are like who uh, this this bitch in New York City. Her name is Izzy Uncut. She would stand up on the tallest, skinniest pole in the bar and do a somersault into a split. I said, girl, one day her body is just literally going to explode. She's going to be like a star in the galaxy and just combust into dust. It is crazy. I'm like, girl, your body, her body, it's wild. She's going to pay for that one day. I hope not, well, but she probably will. When when uh, Shangela broke her knees after oh, doing one that. of those de- I couldn't, somebody's had the video or she had it or something. I could not watch that. I was like, I, there's no way. There's no way I can watch that. And she's still doing it though. Well, the, I mean, I guess the thinner people's knees are um, more secure than. Yeah, <laughs> our knees are. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, so we're talking that, about Caitlyn. Oh, by the way, by the way, everyone, that's Monet's I am lying voice. <laughs> So the reason we bring up Caitlyn Jones is because I'm sure if you guys have watched news, you have seen the Don't Say Gay bill um, um, has been signed by by uh, by the governor of Florida, and it, and it most certainly is a thing. And um, Caitlyn Jenner recently became a Fox News contributor, and if you don't know who Caitlyn Jenner is, she is the mother of Kylie and Kendall Jenner, um, formerly married to Chris Jenner. And um, yeah, she, Caitlyn Jenner is a trans woman, and you would yes, think yes, in, in a former a former life, a very very famous decathlon athlete yes. named Bruce Jenner, who was yes. on you know commercials for Wheaties. I mean, like mm-hmm. a, a like a big like someone an athlete who got endorsement deals. Yeah, yeah, like huge, like like megastar, but back into dizzy. So um, and then so Caitlyn Jenner is commenting on the on the Don't Say Gable, and I'm just gonna play the clip. Did Florida? do the right thing, banning the teaching of gender identity to very young children. Absolutely. I'm a big supporter of Ron DeSantis and what he's doing. I'm a parent. Uh, I have a very large family, raised a very large family, a lot of grandkids. And uh, I have been in control of my children's destiny and what they're going to learn in school. Uh, Not some math teacher teaching my kids about gender identity. Right. I can teach those lessons. So, yes, I am in support of Ron DeSantis and what he has done there. Um, I'm disappointed in the backlash that he's gotten, especially from Disney. Um, This is a legislation that supports parents. And the parents are the ones that are paying Disney to go to Disneyland. And it's unfortunate to see them react to it this way. Your thoughts, Uh, Lady Bunny? The don't say gay bill... Is uh, which was signed by Governor mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis. Is it Ron or Rick? 
Iran. Iran DeSantis. Florida's for, for, and, and so I tried to read the legal ease that the bill is written in, and it says um, grades K to through third grade, kindergarten through third grade, um, you will not have any mentions of sexuality, gender, whatever. And I don't know how far, you know, they, they can legally take it. But, for example, if you were, like, you're not going to be giving gender classes to to kindergartens one year to where you're not, you're going to exclude that from the curriculum. And the it's not called the Don't Say Gay Bill except by its opponents. Um, so the, the tricky thing about it that I would love to have a, a right, the parental rights and education, the tricky thing is there's a clause that says or, K, kindergarten through grade three or, um, which indicates that other ages can be affected by it too. So that seems like shaky legal ground to me. I would love to have a legal analyst on here to discuss it. Um, and But then another thing, a part of it is that the parents can prosecute whoever they think is, um, you know, not obeying the rules of don't say mm -hmm. gay. And what what happened that I'm aware of is that Disney was revealed to be one of the sponsors. Um, Disney employees who were gay or supportive of gay people walked out. So one of the heirs of Disney is a trans person. Yeah, Charlie. Okay. Charlie Charlie Cora Disney, who is one of the heirs to the Disney fortune, um, is slamming the bill because Charlie is a trans man. Uh -huh. And then I saw an interview with Abigail Disney on CNN. Well, my impression was that she does not, from her interview, is that she does not control anything that happens at Disney yet, but she frequently comes out and comments. I've seen her on the news over the years, and she is usually more left, you know, more supportive of LGBT and stuff like that as Disney finds its way. So Disney employees walked out um, to protest Disney's funding several of the uh, people who put this bill together and supported it. They gave them campaign contributions. Now, on this CNN interview, Abigail did not mention that, uh, but this has been part of the story. I don't know if that, that's why I say corporate media, CNN doesn't want to, you know, have any Disney movies not advertised on them, but they, I found it very odd that she was on there telling the story and did not mention that um, because it was kind of a big deal and students in Florida walked out. Uh, I thought that was really great to see. Uh, that, you know, young students, some of whom might be bullying or not accepting of people who are different, because, you know, young people can be cruel. They were all out in the schoolyards, you know, saying that this did not sit right with them. And I think younger yeah. people do have more acceptance of people being gay. However, those people live in Florida. And Florida is a conservative Republican state. Mm -hmm. And so maybe their parents don't feel the same way. Maybe the school doesn't. Obviously, the legislator, uh, the, the legislators, state legislators, and Ron DeSantis 
aren't open to gay stuff. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I just want to read read the the correct link on the bill. It says, classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. Um, so, so, or in a manner, I see where uh, uh, that is your the part that you were like is is gray. Well, because if they could say in a similar manner, oh, we're also going to come down on teachers or classrooms or yeah, schools. Yeah, they, fi- they fired they fired a teacher in Florida after the bill was passed for wearing a protect a, 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 um, or maybe not fired. He was like he was reprimanded in some way for wearing a protect trans kids shirt to school after the bill right. was passed under under protection of the of the don't say gay bill. Right. So, I gotta say this um because i watch a little bit of everyone's news i don't have a tv but i was flying um this weekend so i watched cnn msnb msnbc and fox and they had laura ingram who is awful and who is deceptive um and is conservative and republican she -hmm. was on there saying we want the parents to to teach the children about stuff like sex. We want them to learn about arithmetic and other stuff, uh, you know, education, history, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff at school. And I will also say this. I am totally open to Drag Queen Story Hour in the curriculum, which teaches people to be aware and takes away the stigma of drag queens you know trans people non-binary people but i don't have kids so i do not know as a psychologist would or as a parent would what the correct age is to tell teach people about uh stuff that involves sex i mean i think a lot of people would say kindergarten I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're barely learning to, to salute the flag and, you know, all that kind of stuff in kindergarten. So I don't really want to make a decision for parents. I mean, I would like for it to be handled in a way that people all think is appropriate. But I did read one poll from a Florida statewide publication, and it's one poll, but I... It said that I think 62% of Florida Democrats are okay with this bill. I hope 56%? that I'm not getting that wrong. No, I think it was 62. 
Well, well, polls can be misleading. If you ask people if they're for Medicare for all, 80% say they're for it. If you explain that that means we're getting rid of uh, Obamacare or private insurance, less are for it. So they can yeah. lead the polls. And I looked up the, the there's a, a, a website called Media Bias Fact Check. So not being familiar with the Floridian, I looked it up. And um, our producer is saying that they may have led the poll taking people with questions. And it was yeah, they asked them if they were okay with teaching if you're if you're okay with not teaching kindergartners through third grades about sex. That's what the question was. And of course, the an overwhelming of uh, the the majority said, no, we don't want to teach them about sex, which which is fair. But also, who is no one is teaching before this? No one was teaching was was talking to K through third graders about sex. You have sex ed, like I mean, I'm from New, in New York State. I don't know if it just it wasn't my school because I went to a performing arts school, but I never had sex ed. Sex ed was not a thing that I had in school. I never learned about sex. Anything I learned about sex, I learned through the fucking internet or downloading porn on fucking Napster or or, or fucking LimeWire. That's how I learned about sex or watching um, real uh, real sex 101 on fucking HBO. So. So I don't know what other states, what the st laws are, but no one is teaching K through third graders about sex. That's not a thing. Um, Pete Buttigieg's husband, Chastin, said this. Um, well, his, uh, Pete Buttigieg was saying, Chastin, my husband, pointed out that our kids someday, some Monday morning, come into class and kids are sitting around and, and the teachers got the morning circle talking about how everyone's weekend went. And one of them says, I had the best weekend with my with my dads. Is the teacher supposed to say, no, we don't talk about that here? Any age where it's appropriate to talk about a kid's mom and dad, then it should be appropriate to, to talk about a kid's mom and mom or dad and dad or whatever family structure we live with. That's part of what it means to be pro-family is to be pro-every family. And I agree. I'm like... Everyone has different, like, they're not, I mean, they're not, so they're allowing kids to talk about, um, so you can talk about your mom and your dad, but if, but if you talk about your dad and your dad, then you, then that's not, that's not fair to, to your experience going through school, just as someone growing up and, and talking about your lived experience with someone with two, with, with, with a same sex um, um, family unit like that, like, that's insane. And so, you're teaching so them the to be kids, ashamed of it. You're teaching them that it's wrong. That is what you're telling these kids, that well, it is wrong course, and it is shameful and it's inappropriate to talk about. And that is so toxic. And that is going to <laughs> that is going to have major ramifications later on in life. Right. And obviously there's legal marriage between gay people uh, since I was in school, <laughs> much less kindergarten. But yeah. I yes, this whole bill designs to seems designed to push people back into the closet, and mm -hmm. but it's a debate about how early you would let kids know about stuff. I don't. Would it mean that kids could not talk about their dads on the schoolyard if they had two dads? I mean, yeah. I, well, I, I mean, uh, if like, let's say the 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 teacher's assistant who's watching in recess, like, they, like, I mean, I don't know if the kids can't talk about it. I think it may be for the administrative staff, but that means that your teacher can't engage in you in that. And if and if, if the teacher does engage, oh, oh, you went to the park with your two dads. Does the teacher get fired because the teacher acknowledged that the kid had two dads? Well, I think I think that that is a possibility. I would love to understand this better and to actually speak with someone who could give me real life examples of what this means. But I'll I'll tell you uh, this uh, on on Fox they played a uh, what is it Laura Ingram uh, they they played uh, 
someone who is a teacher and who is non-binary and goes by they, they were saying that people were misgendering them. And I, I don't know who she meant. This was something Laura Ingram aired, but um, I don't know if kindergarten age kids, <laughs> maybe they'll take to it like water and it'll be fine. They'll have an open understanding over you know, gender and different gender. But I, I, I don't know what the correct age is to teach them about that. Now, I saw there's a right-wing blogger named Robbie. He's one of the most hated. Robbie, um, I know y'all Turner. <laughs> um, Robbie Turner has so many other things to hate besides being a, a right winger. No, I'm just kidding. I like Robbie, but um, the uh, he showed, and I have no idea whether this person is a teacher or whether they're not, or what grade she teaches, or whatever, or whether she's even a she. But mm -hmm. she was saying. Oh, yes, I try to throw some queerness into every little thing that I do and throw some queerness here. And it made it seem like, even though, like I said, I don't even know if this is a teacher, maybe a teacher who's eager to push queerness into every little thing she do does is pushing an agenda in the minds of some parents. No, I don't think so. And I think that it's normalizing the queer experience because for a lot of these people, they look at queerness as this weird, gross, nasty thing to be ashamed of. That this teacher, I think, is trying to show that queer people are just—they're just like other human beings. There is nothing that makes me, this queer teacher, different than Mr. Adams, the straight one. We're the same, Mr. I mean, people, the, 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 the people, people talk about like when like they have little kids and they talk like, "Ooh, you're gonna be a lady killer when you grow up," and all that. So they don't, they don't. They don't look at they don't look at that like it's weird, but the time but they want to make queerness this weird thing. And I think that these teachers are trying to show their students that there is nothing strange, nothing weird. Queer people are normal people with normal experiences, just like straight ones. Well, it's I don't also have it's, it's kind of like 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 normalizing not not honestly. And I know it's it's different, and we and we have a long way to get to, the, to get there. But normalize not having to come out, bitch. Straight people don't have to come out. They don't have to come out and let us know that they're straight. Why do and I, again again I'm I, this is I get why I'm just I'm I'm saying it for the purpose of of the, of, of the statement. Why should queer people have to come out as gay, bitch? It, I, it is just who I am. I don't I don't need to come out because straight people don't have to come out. And I think we're trying well, to get to that place where where gay people do not have to do that. And it is just it is normal. It is an everyday experience, just like being fucking straight. Yeah, I mean I think that uh, I I agree with that completely. And the reason that that that. LGBT kids have to come out is because they're not accepted in society. And right. I think that with the big, you know, uh, acceptance of trans people, uh, finally, you know, they're, they're starting to pull back. You know, look, we had this big trans explosion where a lot of people probably feel differently about trans people. Now, I'm not sure that people, Republicans in Florida feel that way. Um, mm -hmm. you know, so because they're going to be among the most conservative. And to tell you the truth, Democrats in Florida, as as in other red states, are not going to be as progressive as Democrats in 
you know, Rhode Island or California for the most part. You know, Joe Manchin is a Democrat from West Virginia. He's the one that's blocked the Democrats' entire agenda along with Christian Cinema, also from, you know, a red state of uh, Arizona, uh, where to be a Democrat is to be a bit more like a Republican than other Democrats nationwide. But, yeah, yeah. you know, this, 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 this debate has gone on for so long, even in my own life, because my dad was a lefty, like, activist, and he uh, fought with the school that I was in because they wanted to have mandatory Christian classes. His argument was that cannot be legal, and he won, because not all kids are Christian, Mm-hmm. And you cannot leave out the Muslim, Jewish, or whatever other Buddhist, you know, atheist kids that yeah. there are. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. I, I went on <laughs> to become the atheist. But um, <laughs> so, y- you know, another time I was in school and uh, they, the teacher had, went and told this boy to cut his, to, to she close his eyes and she cut his bangs because she thought they were in his eyes and she was some country teacher. And yeah. I, of course, already being a sissy, ran home you know, to my parents. It was like, oh my God, if they do that to me, I'll go. To my dad's credit forevermore, he marched down there and said, if you touch one hair on my son's head, this will go come. to the Supreme Court. No, not I'm gonna come. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this to Supreme Court. So they knew to leave me alone. So look, you do want parents' feedback in a school sure. where you know they're they're paying, uh, you know the 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 teachers' salaries. And there's always been this debate. You know, here's what I hate about this whole thing: they're calling the teachers groomers because they want to and this is such a sick word uh, for someone it that is. just wants to, to to let people they're 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 calling them groomers which is what you you know like R Kelly groomed, oh, yeah, groomed the girls, young girls yeah. uh you know to 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 be they his always sex try to equate fucking queer, uh, uh, um with uh with fucking with sex they just they they, they always want to put them side by side to make it repulsive and make it feel like it's a seedy gross thing always Always, 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 always. All gay men are pedophiles. That's right. But when I grew up, that was the stereotype. All gay mm-hmm. were pedophile. And then they kind I mean, I was living in the Bible Belt at the time. They kind of relaxed that, the Republicans. And thank God Anita Bryant got a pie in her face, the cunt. And um, uh, she was from Florida. She was like the a, a former Miss America who was like an orange juice spokesperson. And, um, you know, she was like a, you know, had a stop the gay campaign. And at one public event, they threw a, a pie in her face, which was seen back then when we didn't have very many victories like gay marriage as a big victory for someone standing up to these bigots. But after a while, the the bigots stopped saying that we were pedophiles as much, and I'm talking about 70s, 1970s, and they started to say, well, okay, maybe you're not, but don't shove it down our throats. So, Mm -hmm. in other words, don't have teachers who are gay. So I've kind of been through this thing, you know, before, and there, it it seems like I've heard that Texas is now trying to have 
another a, a law like that there. So this well, is I mean, this is rough. It, it, it's also the South. I was telling you, I did that gig. I did a gig at Clemson University over the weekend. And um, it was their annual drag show that they, that they do every year. Obviously, the past two years, I haven't had it because of COVID. And um, I was a headliner, and I went. And, you know, before I started the show, I talked to the team. I was like, hey, anytime I do a, do a college or university, I'm like, what can I not do? What can I not say? Like, what? Like, let me know, like, what are the rules? Like, what is not allowed? And she was like, she's like, this is an indoor event. If it's outside, we have a bunch of rules. Like, you can't say certain things, blah, blah, blah. But she's like, you're inside. She's like, do your show. She was like, you know, everyone is vaxxed. Uh, you, you have to be vaxxed to be here. So you don't have to worry about, like, getting in close contact with people. So, like, you're all good. So I do the show. And I did my, I, I did stand up. I, do, I did a few live numbers. And I had a point in the show where I come up and I, like, sit on um, a teacher's lap. I walk down and I sit on his lap and I get up and I, and I walk away. But I, but again, so there was a whole and show that, wait, 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 wait. And there's a big turd on his lap? I love no, that act. No, I throw up on him instead. Oh. So like, you know, yeah, that's how comedy works. You want to like deceive the audience so they don't see what's coming. Um, and then but before me, I forgot, there was an hour <laughs> show with Patio Furniture and two other queens. And the queens before, I didn't really see the show because like, I couldn't see from where, how the, the stage is set up. But they were doing things like like uh, do it, like dancing with the audience. It was, it, it, it was it's a, it's a fucking drag show. You know what I mean? Like things are happening. So yesterday, um, the Clemson College Republicans put out an official statement about the event. This is what they said. Yesterday, the entertainment sect of Clemson University Tiger Live put on the ninth annual drag show in Memorial Auditorium. Unsurprisingly, this event was chock full of sexual um, degeneracy that splits that spits in the face of the Christian population that currently attends Clemson University. Many of the event's participants promote transgender transgenderism and other deviant forms of sexual licentiousness. How you say that word? Licentiousness. The Overton window was has been pushed. Oh, the over. I think they meant overtone. The Overton window has been pushed no, so they far meant, left. They meant, they meant overtone. Overton. It's like this diagram of things that include each other. It's hard to explain, but I got can't it. Know where it is. The over like like a like a like a Venn diagram almost. I'm, I'm, this is a, pub, a Brooklyn I, public education. You know what? Girl. I could be mixing them up. I, you know, okay. so. The Upperton window <laughs> has been pushed so far left that these people are viewed as cultural icons, but in reality, they're nothing but iconoclasts. Drag and transgenderism promote sex, sexual perversion and the degradation of the moral principles which have set this country apart from the rest of the world. Tiger lives, and it, it goes on, it goes on, and talk about how it was just, it was hard, terrible and disgusting, yada, yada, yada. But again, this is what, this is, this is what fucking Republicans do and people who are anti-trans and who are, and who are, who are, who are homophobes. They, they, they paint queer people to be these perverse, uh, 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 uh licentious, nasty degenerates who just want to promote perversion and who want to degradate moral principles. Like this is what they have done since the beginning of the time. And, you know, and a lot of the comments are like, obviously a lot of liberals are like, y'all are crazy. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Once again, the Clemson Republicans, always doing something crazy and um yeah it just seems like this even in college i'm like bitch i am like i am i am 21 years old bitch i am i have full autonomy over my body i can make my own decisions i chose to come to the drag show like like leave me the fuck alone we did not we did not oh, we did not for, for, for a minute there i thought you were trying to claim you were 21 <laughs> that gave me quite a giggle like if you like if you were a Christian who came to the show, then good for you. But you know you're coming to a drag show. Like this is but here, so now I mean a, I'm always I'm in, in in some more drama. I'm always in in the in the thick of some drama, girl. But so here's one thing that comes into play: um, funding. 
for the schools. Because if enough mm-hmm. people have outrage about what goes on in schools, then they will lose possibly major sponsors. Mm-hmm. So that's that's part of it, because let's not forget that schools are a business. Um, another thing is there has been a debate over what should go on in colleges and schools for as long as I remember. And I was just reading this or watching a new segment on uh, The Rising, the Hill.com's The Rising, about how they were doing a an exhibit about art from the Civil War. And, or maybe it was, oh no, that's what it was. It was Jewish artists. You know what? I'm, let me just shut up because I don't remember what it was. But something they raised an objection because some of the people who fought in the Civil War mm-hmm. were Jewish, and there was an outcry among students saying they didn't want people representing the uh, the Civil War, uh, even though you couldn't really do this exhibit because these two Jewish fighters, you know, who were fighting for the South were key parts of the exhibit. So this is this has been a, a dialogue that goes on constantly. And you know, I wanted to just say, having performed at a few colleges, I always try, Manila was telling me that she did something at a college and they had an issue with her afterward, after she had specifically asked what about language? Mm-hmm. And she said, bitch, you know, and, and during the show, and then they gave her grief over it. And I'm not sure if I'm remembering this right, but maybe threatened or, or didn't, you know, pay her the final amount. This is why I always ask if it's because look, I'm not promoting perversion and sick stuff and transgenderism, but there I'm a drag queen. I pull out dildos in my act swinging from my between my legs to the tune of I'm not a girl not yet a woman um, which they could claim is promoting transgenderism some trans people would probably say it's transphobic but you know whatever but I always double check with them and say you know that my act is sick do you want me to since this is a college since this is a corporate event since this is the gay pride thing where there's all mixed ages, do you want me to kind of clean up my act? And I leave the choice to them. But once they've made the choice, you know, then then the choice is made because I can't just, some of my stuff is pre-recorded and I can't just, you know, do a tap dance, not singing during, you know, uh, something sick about poop. But yeah, I mean, I like, I do twisted humor for people who like twisted humor. I'm not trying to offend people who don't. So I'm very conscientious with booking agents and stuff to let them know fully. I send them links from YouTube and say, make sure this is the right thing because I'm not an all-purpose drag queen. But Manila is not like me. And and, and saying bitch in the gay community is just like, so, yeah, I mean, they're always trying to shut stuff down you know, that or doesn't take things to away. Georgia Siwa, y'all. Another one. It, it just seems like an attack. I mean, cons, we're constantly being attacked, but um, Georgia Siwa, she came out in 2021 as pansexual. 
And, um, you know, you know, if, if y'all don't know JoJo Siwa, I mean, you have to know JoJo Siwa. She has, like, over, like, what, like, 12 million followers on Instagram. She has, like, a bajillion uh, subscribers on YouTube. Like, her videos have grossed, like, over, like, 3.6 billion views. Like, this like this, this girl is major. Like, she is major, major, major. But a lot of her fans Even, even old very, Bunny knows who she is. Even old yeah. Bun Bun knows who Even she old is. Bun Bun knows. <laughs> but, you know, I think the issue with JoJo with a lot of people was that her uh, but fans besides, are very— Besides that ponytail that's too thin— <laughs> Wow, you, you better <laughs> read her ponytail. Uh, but but uh, yeah, she uh, her her fans are very young. Like Joda C Y is for like kids, like kids, kids, like kids. My, uh, my friend Aritza, she has a daughter, and like her daughter watches Joda C Y. Her daughter is like five years old, so her fan base is like a very young age, between five and uh, I want I want to say maybe like fifteen, maybe. Um, or maybe five and 12, something like that, five to early preteens. So, and I think that that's what a lot of people found issue. But again, she just, like, what is wrong with someone saying that they're pansexual? Again, we're trying to normalize this so that this isn't, so that this isn't even a talking point. So that, because we don't, we don't, we, we don't bat an eyelash. If, if Joe Siwa says I'm straight, we wouldn't be like, oh, we cannot let our kid, no, that wouldn't be the reaction. So I think she got a lot of backlash for that. And um, she was recently supposed to, again, oh, I was saying that her fans are very young. Um, so um, Georgia Siwa was, um, she normally goes to the Kids' Choice Awards with, you know, her, her fan base, her kids, she, you know. Um, but she was not invited to go to the, to the, to the Kids' Choice Awards. And a big reason why people think is because she has come out as pansexual and she also got a new haircut. And she got like a sh very short haircut, so people are speculating that that's why she was un she was not invited to the awards this year. Another attempt, right. another queer young queer person. What? And she was nominated, so she she she, she was nominated for awards, and she was not invited, which is crazy. If you're nominated, and, and, and you're who, invited. And so, is this conservative choice award? I mean, I mean, is this like a conservative thing, or is it just thought of so as so? you know, family-oriented that they that they don't want anyone who's pansexual there? Probably, I guess. But, I mean, they have to know that a lot of their... I mean, I'm guessing that's I mean, why. I, I don't know how they rationalize I'm, it. I'm not sure... Okay. I'm not sure what pansexual means. Does that mean I'm kind of open to... Yeah, everything. Different um, um, types yeah, of people? Um, yeah, men, uh, people who ident who identify as a man, who identify as a woman, trans folk, like pansexual, you, you know, you kind of, whatever you're, well, you know what, let me read the exact definition before one of y'all come up in the comments and be like, actually, Monet, pansexual means, blah, 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 blah. let me read it di directly. It says, pansexual, not limited in sexual choice with regard to biological sex, gender, or gender identity. So how, as I understand it, pansexuals are, you know, invited to, they're attracted to everything regarding mm -hmm. Dis disregarding uh, your biological sex or your gender or your gender identity. Right. So, um, do you think, uh, and I'm trying, not trying to ask a gotcha question, do you think that learning about pansexuals in kindergarten might be too early? I think because it's that seems a little. I mean, I think that there is a way that you can teach it that isn't this involved. I think that it is way to, to to just like you wouldn't like when you teach kids about boy and girl, you break it down for that level. I think that there is a way that you can introduce the concept of pansexuality to younger kids so that 
so that you know so that so that they're learning from a young age that there is nothing wrong with us that 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 this is a normal state of being and yeah so i think there is a way to do it i mean i, I don't know i never i've never thought about it until this moment but i think just like you break other things down to teach younger kids there is a way that you can teach something like pansexuality to um someone in 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 elementary school so that you start to destigmatize it and they don't start building and and generating these biases towards this concept because fucking right-wingers and you know and, and probably some lefties as well think it's too much so this is from the mayo clinic most children typically develop the ability to recognize and label stereotypical gender groups such as girl woman and feminine and boy man and masculine between ages 18 and 24 months most also categorize their own gender by age three years old however because gender stereotypes are reinforced some children learn to behave in ways that bring them the most reward despite their authentic gender identity at ages five to six years most children are rigid about gender stereotypes and preferences because i mean these feelings um these things typically become more flexible with age and kindergarten is about five years old so you know so you want to there is no to me that's more reason to start young and to start and to start destigmatizing these things so these kids don't grow up with all these complexes about sexuality and gender listen at age five uh i was already demanding that barbie doll because my sister had one and you know my parents we didn't know if we should give it to you. They told me this later. We didn't know if you should, uh, we should give it to you because it might turn you gay. I was like, well, baby, if I was asking, it was too late. But <laughs> um, the, so, yes, I, I do agree with the Mayo Clinic that, that we do form our, you know, gender identities early on as someone, and I would like to see the stigma removed, but I don't have the ability to say what the age, I, I don't know what is being taught. It, listen, the a few years ago, the Oklahoma legislator, legislature passed a law that said the, the uh, Oklahoma will never be governed by Sharia law, like Muslim Sharia law. And I was like, what? And they're not fucking Muslims in Oklahoma, you know. And so this is just a scare tactic. And this is what I basically think is happening and why, okay, Republicans, they are not offering, like I've seen this admitted by pundits, they don't have much to offer in the way of economic policies that would make people vote for them. So they focus on the culture war stuff, like mm -hmm. trans. Uh, you see, they're 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 going up uh, with abortion, which also it, the Texas abortion law has that creepy thing that's kind of like this one, where you can sue or you can turn in someone who mm -hmm. uh, you know has had an abortion or helped someone get an abortion in the same way that this don't say gay bill says that you the t parents can you know i don't know if it's prosecute or get damages from uh or you know whatever so it's 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 a sticky situation and i think that the republicans are trying to focus on there's like there's what they call wedge issues which yeah. are abortion guns um homosexuality lgbt trans stuff and it 
it's stuff that people can immediately say, well, this is how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it, when, when, you know, that's the, that's to me, the main difference between the democratic and Republican parties is these culture war things. And so both parties are eager to, now the Dem, both parties are eager to make the most of this. And I don't know if you remember the trans bathroom thing oh, yeah, where I was actually North in North Carolina. Yeah. that I was there for a benefit for that. I'm from North Carolina, born there. And it was like in the state legislature, there was Republicans and Democrats because down South of the Bible Belt, even Democrats can be conservative that voted for that. Like eight or 12 of them, uh, you know, voted against the or making you use the bathroom of the sex that you were born. Now, I think both parties wanted to have that fight because now, even if I go to Alabama or some red state, I'll see like single occupancy restrooms and you can do anything you want in there. You go in there and you close the door. They can have a baby changing station. They can have, you know, uh, uh, a, a bar if you're disabled to use the toilet. They can have, you know, it can be male, female, trans, pansexual or whatever. And surely that was the answer. But I think that they wanted to have that fight, yeah. you know, to, to, so I, I do Republicans, who push for tax cuts for the wealthiest have an answer for inflation or higher gas prices? I don't think so. They work for the gas companies. I mean, you know, I, I don't think they have the answer for that. So I think that they want to focus on these wedge issues. And I want to focus on a wedge salad. I'm hungry. Yeah. I eat so many salads too. Uh, (laughs) but, but, but but do you, do you see what I mean? These are things where people could just say, well, my values dictate yeah. that I another one is capital punishment. So maybe you are uh, maybe you are Republican and you're like, oh, if you did that awful thing, then then you, uh, you know, should die. Um, and then other people, you know, feel differently about it. Then some religious people might think only God can take someone's life with the ultimate you know, punishment. So, you know, you don't have the right to, to step in and be God and determine when someone's life should be terminated for a sin or a crime that you think is happening in this mortal world. So I'll tell you one thing. It's been interesting. Coco Peru has been all over this. Coco, maybe we should have her back on because she's, she's very eloquent when discussing this. And I wasn't here the first time when you interviewed her and stuck her with it. I just, she's wonderful. I just saw her show uh, here in New York, but she's been all over this. Don't say gay bill. And she was actually one of Lil Nas X's biggest defenders, even though, uh, you know, when he was getting all that flack for putting about the shoe with drops of blood in it that he was selling, you know, and it was so funny because she's an older white queen and she was like, she's white. I know. Yeah, Coco Peru. She's like, she's like, she's like, you know, got it. She was getting flat from her older, you know, sometimes more conservative, you know, gay fans about drop this Coco. You're going, you know, you've, you've lost a nut, but I mean, I, I over it, I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of charming how she's like kind of stepped in to be the the spokes. Yeah, with the fucking white savior this. complex. Coco, uh, Lil Nas X don't need <laughs> white Coco ass Peru defending him. Can you just white bitch standing up for him? Stand up for your own. 
No, I'm kidding. Oh my God, a militant, <laughs> a, a, a militant. But I mean, I would. Now, Chastin has said, Chastin Buttigieg. Who is a teacher. I didn't, who is a teacher. And I didn't say anything mean about Pete Buttigieg, Jay. Um, uh, said that this yeah. would kill kids. That this, that this, don't say And I think he's killed. right. And I've also heard another activist. Uh, she's basically an internet friend. She's a trans woman actress named Alexandra Billings. Kind of a trans pioneer. Oh, yeah. Who I would love mm -hmm. to get on the show sometime. Um, you know, squawking about this on uh, social media and talking about how much this would have meant to her because she was bullied. And if, if she had just been able to have a glimpse of someone, even if it wasn't her parents, saying what you are is okay, it would have, <laughs> you know, caused her to be so joyous and not have suicidal thoughts where she questioned herself. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, 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 I don't think it's an overreaction. I don't think it's crazy to say that, that this bill is going to kill kill children. I 100% I agree. And, you know, and, you know, these, these, these fucking people who've never had to worry about their gender identity and how they function in the world and not seeing a place for them, they will never understand how how effective that this bill will be in 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 killing young queer kids they will never understand and they won't ever have to and that's part of the problem not part of the problem but it's part of the reality of the situation i am not certain since i since i don't have real life examples of what this don't say gay bill that the governor of florida just signed into law I would love to know, like, a list of examples of what they are saying. Like, if it's about a teacher talking about how they have a partner or a wife, if they're a woman, or, you know, I, 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 I would love to know what those are, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, what I mean, the real-life examples are. Like, what could you prosecute um, a I teacher? I mean, that's, I told you, that, that teacher got... I'm trying to find it. I, I was suspended or there was some administrative action taken away, taken at that teacher who wore the protect trans kids on trans day of visibility. Like either they were like suspended or I, I don't think it was fired, but it was, but literally just for wearing that shirt to school, they, there was action taken against them. And I think that's only going to be, that's going to be the tip of the iceberg. Cause I mean, you're going to have some kids, some teachers going to be like, I, I mean, they have to fall in line, or else they'll be fired, and that's their livelihood. But if I was a teacher and I was and I was and I was faced with this, I'm like, how do I function? How can I live an authentic life and 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 have an and have an authentic experience with my kids in my classroom if I have to shield, hide, and not discuss a big part of myself and a big part of I know a lot of my kids? You know what I mean? Like, how do you do that? How are you the fucking drama teacher? Um, um, for the arts department, we, you know, with all the little theater fags in there and look at each of them every day and be like, and have, and, 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 and you can't speak authentically with, with them. How, how do you, how do you teach that? How do you, how do you do that? Do you think that this is a question of when it is taught rather than how it is taught? When me? I mean, when? Like, like the age? What age? Yeah. What age they start? You know. Um, you know, talking about this. 
Well, I think to your point with that, with with the language in there, they they're so sneaking this bill. They can they can fucking put it up to high school. They can put it in middle school. Like I, I think the language, like you said, is it, it it is a little tricky. And I'm like, but but again, I taught I taught um I taught general music K two five for a year and a half. And you know, I because I am a queer person, I for certain for certain lessons, I would like let's say because um, you have this you have this little children. I forget the name of the book. I don't even have my I, it's somewhere in my home from my teaching days. And it was uh, it was a book of songs, a book of, of seven songs for for like K through third grade, or maybe it's K through fourth grade, uh, um, written by this by this queer um, musician. Um, I think his name was David Radley, and um, it was the songs were not. They were um, too, because I don't want to bastardize and make people think it was it was like pushing some agenda. But there were songs that use gender neutral stuff and to not assign any gender or anything, so that so that for for exactly what we talked about earlier, so kids can make their own distinctions and make and and, and they can use whatever verbiage they wanted to. And this was before pronouns and before that. So this was what two thousand nine. No, I graduated. I graduated college in 2012, about 2013. So it was before all that stuff. So I think that, like, and I as a as a gay teacher, I made the concerted effort to do that because I wanted to. If I had gay kids in my kids, young little baby queer kids, I wanted them to not assign the gender and all that stuff to to um to songs we were doing. Like we'd have like little like workroom classroom songs that I would teach them, and they would they would um we would we would strip it of pronouns and all that verbiage so that these kids can just so it. It wasn't teaching them gender roles and gender norms. So, like, can you still do that with this bill? So, here is what I think the Republican would argue. It's up to me, the parent, to dis- to, 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 to teach my kid about that. You know, I, in school, I want them to learn history, but not critical race theory. <laughs> Which is a college course. To- yeah, 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 yeah. But but uh, the, I, I want them to, to learn, you know, arithmetic, English, and all this stuff. And um, like I say, I don't know the correct age. for Like, I mean, would these people think it was ramming an agenda down their throat if the, if the very PG gay men's chorus came to perform at their school? Yeah, wh- exactly. Like, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with having the gay men's chorus come come come, come and perform at your school? They're not trying to indoctr- indoctrinate your kids to being gay. They're singing fucking songs. They're singing a Lady Gaga medley. They're singing. They they're singing. They're they're singing. Um, the road not taken by Robert Frost, who was 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 um. I mean, Randall Thompson was Randall Thompson gay? Let me look that up. Anyway, like they're not pushing an agenda. Mm. Yes, be- um, because of some some vagueness, there are you know some legal challenges to it, and I I mean I don't know how you could say kindergarten through three or other things because that's like other situation because that means what senior in high school? What does that mean? I mean it's, uh, I don't yeah. may- maybe that doesn't. Se- I mean I'm not a lawyer, but that doesn't seem to be a clear 
legal definition to me. So yeah, can you not? Hopefully. Can you if, if if you're teaching chorus, can you not use gay composers? Can you not like you know like who like like what the fuck? Well, I would imagine they would say you can use them, but not say that they're gay or not <laughs> focus on their sexuality. I can't. Um. Look, they don't want people to be gay and they don't want gay people around their kids. And yeah. this is a way to force curriculum back into the closet. Yeah. Um, I would we, like to can ask we put, Can this. we put Caitlyn Jenner? And I, I mean, I, I, that's, that's mean. I was like, can we just... And I, when I say stuff in a closet, <laughs> I don't mean, I don't mean uh, for her sexuality or whatever. I mean, like, literally just put her away so we never have to see her ever again. I wish we could do that. Put that bitch in the closet. Well, well, I watched Caitlyn on, she's now a Fox News contributor. Mm. Now, honey, do you know how people bashed me as transphobic when I came out swinging as soon as they started calling her before her reality show, when they announced it? They were telling me that she was an LGBT icon. I said, no, 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 no. She's a Republican. And yeah, she does not right. stand for our community. And they, they, they were like, Bunny, why are you being so harsh? Now, when she campaigned for governor, she changed her position on whether uh, trans women should be able to compete against women uh, three times during her campaign. And it was often pointed to that uh, in the earlier days of her transition, she competed in a Palm Springs, I think it was, golf tournament against women. So oh, really? she's full of shit. And, you know, I, I, I think, I always suspect with that, you know, with Caitlin, that um, I got a lot of flack for calling it as what, you know, I thought. But I saw her thing on Fox News about the swimmer, Leah Thomas. Oh, what did she who, say? Well... She uh, was going th three times during the interview. She said, I'm just so tired. And I was like, well, why are you a contributor? It's like, you, you know, it's like you, you've said this three times. I'm just so tired and rolling her eyes. <laughs> she said she would like to get in touch with Leah Thomas and talk about it. She said that that Leah did follow the rules in terms of if you were male and you transition, Leah took the right amount for the right amount of time, the hormone blockers, to where she could compete in women's sports hmm. as a woman. But I'm going to tell you the sticky part of this. This is an easy, this is, this is one of those situations when it comes to sports that a lot of people who, including Democrats, including people who may be Republican or may be independent or whatever, they support trans people's right to exist. They support their equal rights until it comes to sports. And, and, and all you need for this is eyes, because if you look at Leah Thomas, she's early into her transition, Mm -hmm. And she is, you know, has greater whether or not she is is allowed to compete in sports, according to the rules that Caitlin said she follows. She 
at this point in her transition, she does not, she is not passable at this point uh, in her transition. And so this is a way for everyone from rednecks to people who aren't affili affiliated to trans people to churchy black people to say, you know, to use their eyes and say, I don't think that's a woman. Why is she competing with the, wo the women? Because I sports is... I'm into water sports, not swimming. But sports is not the, the sports is something guided by rules, and it's easy for those people to say, "Well, uh, she don't look like a woman to me," you know. And then I think what they mean to uh, say is that she is that Liz Thomas does not look like uh, that 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 right now in her transition, she is not look she not she's not presenting to them like a woman. But that doesn't make her any less of a woman. That is that is her journey. Just because she's not presenting how they want her to present, that's not her fucking problem. It's not her problem, but is it the problem of women who, this is what Laura Ingram was saying, who feel that someone with greater, uh, you know, lung capacity, with bigger shoulders, with, you know, a more powerful body, which you, which, which men do have before they transition. And I feel sorry for Leah Thomas, who is probably someone who just wants to transition and swim, but is that unfair? And one thing that they point to is when she finished this one, Leah finished this one uh, round of swimming by this ridiculously large, uh, you know, win against the, the next swimmer who was second in the... So what happened is Leah won by like a very... And then the second one came in and uh, the crowd burst into applause for the second one because they perceived her as the woman and perceived Leah as not belonging. So I don't know sports and I don't know, but, but obviously, you know, may, this has got to be a public consensus between the left, between the right, between the activists, between the... To, to say, you know, what they think that the rules should be. I mean, you do not have a heavyweight jump into the lightweight boxing category and cream his opponent, you know, uh, and then say that that is fair. That's why they have different weights. Well, of, you know, listen, I mean, again, I am not an athlete in any capacity. I mean, you can argue drag, some form of drag is athletic but I, I i'm not an athlete so i can't so i can't speak with any knowledge in this but i i mean i have seen counter arguments to this um because for example leah was leah was not doing well like this is recent her success in this is recent there are many meets that she competed against other women where she was not doing well and she did not place well so it's not like so it's not like leah just just uh, uh overnight just became this like this like it's, it's not like the the day she transitioned and she started competing she was smoking everybody that's not what happened yeah i just think that there's a lot of people who accept trans rights who don't necessarily feel that someone like leah should be competing against women and i've actually spoken to two trans athletes who feel the same way so i'm not going to be able to make that decision I would like for everyone to pursue their goals, but this is a little bit stickier than just accepting trans uh, 
people. I think in a lot of minds, including those on the left, you know, I, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I, I wish her the best. And, you know, Caitlin, she was a, 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 a terrible uh, interview on this. Cause like I said, she said three times I'm tired, but it's like, I feel, I feel like Leah's probably just trying to do her thing. And this world is crashing down around her and people are using this example as a way to further the left, which basically supports trans people or further the right, which does not. Yeah. It's like I say, it's a wedge issue. And I would love to ask this question. Mm -hmm. So we had Andy from, who is an old or older activist since the 1960s on our show. We discussed the equality bill, which is something pertaining to discrimination against LGBT people in employment, in their housing. And this is what I am wondering, because we are so often we're told, this is what you need to care about now. This is what you need to care about now. Mm -hmm. In terms of, and so now everyone is wrapped up in the don't say gay. And I'm not saying don't put effort towards it. But if you look at the scale of this, don't say gay. Some are saying that it will kill, you know, LGBT children, which no one on this podcast wants, if that is the case. But one is going to affect LGBT people of one age group or maybe more in one state. The equality bill would affect every LGBT person in every age and in every state. Mm -hmm. Why are we not talking about that? It was passed by the House and then it sat in the Senate, which even though it's a small majority, it is, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a majority. And I, and I did see Kamala say something about it just recently in a speech, but I don't feel any of the juice behind what may, what to me is a much larger issue. I don't hear anyone talking about this. You know, so obviously everyone's got their own issue, but in terms of, you know, I think that this is kind of like a wedge issue that is being brought out, you know, before elections. Because it's something that's easy for people to side on if they're the right and left. Meanwhile, what's up with the Equality Act? Why are none on the left, you know, besides this troll, talking, saying, you know, where's all this fire behind that? Because that would affect so many people. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I can't speak to that. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's so many things that that we're like, why isn't, why isn't the administration who has um, control of the executive branch? And the house, like, why isn't there's so many things we're wondering why isn't she getting why isn't it getting popping? Why isn't it getting passed? And I, I bitch, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, I don't either. And sometimes they wait for uh, you know, elections. And I'm I'm not certain that to some extent both parties don't use our community to score points 
in an election. And that's oh, not, yeah, not saying that community. I, they do that. They do that with queer people. They do it with black people. They do it with white women. Yes, they do they it with do. everyone. Yes, they do. You're exactly right. And so it's this idea that, oh, well, we didn't get the equality bill through, um, you know, with a the majority. They did get it through the House. Uh, you know, we didn't get this through, but we got to do that. And now there's this big, you know, don't say gay thing. And look, the don't say gay thing is, has just happened. I'm not saying that, that, you know, no one should have, no one should be up in arms about it. Mm. Uh, I'm just saying that I would like for them to be up in arms about other stuff too. And up in arms, not just before elections. Right. And um, you, Bunny, you're right. For one, for fi finally, you are a little <laughs> right. And I think that this is a great place to end. Hopefully, we can get someone to um, give us some more education on some of these uh, these topics soon. Then you know, as as someone who was bullied myself and had to develop a thick skin, and I'm a bit mm -hmm. of a stronger person, I know that not everyone is 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 strong. Yeah, you know. So, so, so schools need to be an educational atmosphere and a nurturing atmosphere. Yes, agreed. For all, not just some. Um, all right, Lady Bunny, I think we did it. All right. You um, okay, have an edible and go to bed. <laughs> it's only six twenty-five. I'm not that big hundreds. of a granny. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, I mean, you—you, you, I often rely on your voice as a sleeping aid. Okay, yeah, yeah. You, I, I, I think you—I think you have plenty of your own aids. You don't need mine. <laughs> Patient Zero signing off. <laughs> Bye. Podcast Network.